Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates have a chat about the music that they've been listening to this week, as well as the latest news in the music arena. You are listening to episode 13. My name is Vivian. And my name is Maddie. So we're just going to go straight into the news. Maddie, what have you got for us? So, if you haven't been on Twitter recently, there's been a little bit of a beef between... Well, not a beef, but... Let's Justin Bieber and Tom Cruise, okay? <laughs> so, basically, the gist is Justin Bieber sent out a tweet that he wanted to fight Tom Cruise. Because you just um, can't. For, for no reason in particular. <laughs> there's been no previous, like, beef, beef between the two of them. I've yeah. got no idea where it came from. It was funny because I saw, like, an article um, while I was researching this that Justin Bieber's manager... Scooter oh, yeah. was yeah, like, yeah. it's just another Sunday. <laughs> like, for Justin Bieber, like, it's not out of the ordinary. Just ignore him, kind of thing. I love that. But yeah, so I have an article here from NME, but written by Nick Riley, entitled, Justin Bieber backtracks on Tom Cruise fight. He'd whoop my ass. <laughs> so it that. says, a few days ago, Justin Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to the unlikeliest of challenges, a fight in the UFC octagon. Despite a discernible lack of bl- bad blood between the pop giant and screen icon, Bieber issued the bizarre challenge on Twitter and even tried to catch the attention of UFC boss Dana White to secure the bout. Piling on the trash talk, Bieber wrote, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? Coming to his senses, Bieber has since admitted to TMZ that he was just kidding around. Quote, it was just a random tweet. I do that stuff sometimes. <laughs> On who would win, Bieber reckoned the Mission Impossible star would probably, quote, whoop my ass. <laughs> he also said, I'd need to get in better shape. He's got that dad strength, Bieber mused. So, do you think he was being being serious when he first tweeted about it? I don't think so. But, but it's almost like, why? Yeah, there was no reason for it. It just doesn't really make sense in a joking term like sort of thing anyway because it's like okay yeah it was a joke but then it's like where did you even come up with the fact that you're gonna say ha ha i'm gonna joke about fighting tom cruise yeah and since then i think okay um, even conor mcgregor like oh yeah the ufc um yeah the ufc guy isn't he irish or something yeah yeah i don't know but he was like oh yeah we'll put it on and then he kind of went in to say like (laughs) That he would fight Mark Wahlberg. Oh, like, he put out okay. a challenge to Mark Wahlberg, and it was, like, this weird... That's so weird. I don't know. It makes no sense. And it's sort of like, ha-ha. Like, I don't know if this is a joke. That's or... funny. It, but, but, okay. Yeah, it was just a very odd situation. I mean, he's been doing odd things anyway. He's just an odd person. Yes. I agree, He's a Maddie. very odd person. I 100% agree. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) let's stop talking about how weird Justin Bieber is and move on to my favourite celebrity. Maddie's favourite singer. My favourite singer of all time. Taylor Swift. T-Swizz. So, basically, um, I've got an article here from Music Feeds uh, by Laura English, and it says, Taylor Swift announces release date for new album Lover. So it says, Taylor Swift has finally given us details 
of her seventh studio album, Lover, is due out Friday the 23rd of August and will feature a ready release collab with Brendan Urie Me as well as the single You Need to Calm Down. The accompanying video is set for release Monday 17th of June. So she announced the release date of her new album, which yes. is um, exciting. As a Taylor Swift fan, I'm excited. <laughs> To be being delight. That, that was laugh. the weirdest laugh. I love that laugh. Oh my god, I don't know where that came that from. That was so funny. Um, yes, I'm excited, but uh, the song You Need to Calm Down, which dropped uh, a few days ago, not not a fan. Not impressed, Vivian. No. Why is that? Look, it's definitely definitely better than me. Okay. Yep. I will give it that. I agree. And I like the message of the song. I think it's a very important message um, especially the fact that it was released uh, in Pride Month. I think that's really cool. Uh-huh. But coming from a musical standpoint, it is just very lackluster <laughs> in many ways, especially because, like, in the chorus, I think it's... Um, you've heard the song. Yeah, right? I have yes. heard the song, unfortunately. It did come on the radio <laughs> while I was in the car, and I was unimpressed, but I thought that I would listen to the whole thing, yes. so I was informed on the situation because I knew you'd want to talk about yes, it. Yes, yes. I'm glad. So I stuck through it and I listened to the whole thing. And what did you think? Look, I definitely agree with you. It's definitely mm. better than me. Mm. I still don't like it. Mm. The only part I do like, though, is like the lead up to the chorus where it's like that build up of yeah. like the chord. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. That's the bit I really like. Yeah, that I thought that I was I think that's cool. really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say, like, I think that's really cool when they do that sort of build up. But um, when when she sort of sings You Need to Calm Down, it's sort of like, it just feels very blech. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, like, it's like she's not convincing you of the message of the yeah. song. It's kind of like, oh, just like, stop it. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what it's it is. Like, it's like, um, where's stop? the conviction? Where's yeah. like, and I understand that like the whole tone of it is supposed to be this like, just chill out, like, calm down, you know, yeah. it's a sort of, like, very, like, chill sort of, um, perspective, but it just feels weird, and, you know, it has me worried, Maddie, <laughs> it has me worried, because these two singles, I am not a fan. If the rest of the album is like this, this, what are you will, gonna be, do with this your life? will be the first Taylor Swift album I don't like, and I don't like saying those words, Maddie. Oh my gosh. I can see the pain in your eyes as you say that. Because, but you yeah. have said previously, though, a lot of the singles that she has released you don't like. Exactly. And so, the album you do overall. Yes, yeah, so I'm hoping it's going to be another one of those situations. Yes. But, you know, we'll have to wait. We'll wait August. and find out. Yes. I guess. So, what is the last news story, Maddie? So, the last news item that I have is about Hans Zimmer. He has announced an Australian arena tour. Ooh. So, I have an article from Music Feeds by Sosefina Fuamoli. So, it says, Award-winning composer Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer will be returning to Australia for three massive arena shows, an anticipated return by many who were able to catch Zimmer on the Hans Zimmer Reveal Tour back in 2017. So Hans Zimmer Live continues to dive into Zimmer's extensive catalogue of work from the instantly recognisable film scores of the Dark Knight trilogy in Pirates of the Caribbean, not to mention Black Hawk Down and The Lion King. Putting equally as impressive visuals in the mix alongside the music and a stunning light show makes for a live experience unlike any other. 
I'm really su- I actually didn't know he did the Lion King. Yeah, yeah, he did do the Lion That's King. That's so interesting. Very cool. Oh. I was kind of a bit disappointed that I didn't get to see him when last he came time. last time. Yeah, me too. Because I heard about it and I was like, I don't know how this would be as a yeah. concert. I yeah. was like, I don't know, but a couple of people that I know went mm. and they thought it was really cool. So. Yeah, especially because I love the score in uh, the Batman movies, like the mm. Dark Knight. That's... It's such a, like, a beautiful score. Yeah. And because it's so dark and atmospheric, like, combined with, like, a really cool light show, I could sort of, like, picture how awesome it would be, like, experiencing that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I was considering maybe going, but it sort of obviously just depends on, like, timing and scheduling and money and stuff. But, yeah, I think, I think it's really cool how he's coming back. It's so soon as well. Yeah, so I just looked at the dates and it's... October, so early October, the 3rd in Brisbane, 5th of October in Sydney, and then the 7th of October in Melbourne. So he's only mm. doing three dates. That's so interesting, um, though, that he's coming back so soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I reckon I'd definitely be interested in going this mm. time, because mm. I'm a bit, yeah, sad that I missed out last time. Yeah. I reckon it'd be really cool. And he's such an amazing composer. And just listening to those scores... Like, like live, that live would, would be so impressive. Yeah, I've never experienced anything like that. Like that yeah. would be. Have you awesome. ever gone to see like an orchestra play? Um, n- no, not, not really. No, like not like a proper sort of professional yeah. orchestra. Um, so that would be really cool, like to experience that. But yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll update you if I get tickets or not. Yes. <laughs> so, um. That's it for our news segment, so we'll head into our music section now, but um, before we do, I would encourage you to pause the podcast and head down to the description where our playlists are, our Spotify and YouTube playlists, so you can listen to all of the songs that we chat about during the podcast, um, so you know what they sound like and you're not completely in the dark while we're chatting about these songs because it is a bit difficult um, Mm -hmm. because we can't play them because of copyright. Copyright. Oh yeah. So (laughs) listen to the playlists um, and then come back and you'll have an idea of where we are. So first on the list is Song of the Week, Vivian. So my Song of the Week is Rear View by Gina Rose Bruce. So this song, uh, so the artist, sorry, she's an Australian artist, but um, she doesn't have a lot of songs out. I think she's only got about f- five or six. Okay, um, so what she's I... fairly new on the yeah, scene then. All right. But it's really cool because she's got her debut album coming out at the end of June. Okay, Which cool. I'm fairly excited for. Um, but this song, it came up on my Discover Weekly and I was just, you know, sort of in the car listening to it. And it's so chill. Like, yeah. it, it is just such a chill song. But what I really, really love about it is the guitar in the intro. It's, yes. It's, like, got this chorus effect and that really beautiful riff that, like, plays throughout the song. It just sort of, uh, it's just so relaxing to listen to. And then when her voice comes in, it is, like, butter. It is just so... So gorgeous. ...smooth and gorgeous. And I really love um, just how, like, those two elements work really well together. Yeah. Because... Um, when I first heard it, her voice reminded me 
uh, as soon as I heard it, it reminded me of Jack Rivers' voice. Yes. They have a very, very similar tone. But in terms of the instrumentation, it's just a completely different style, which is really cool to hear. Yeah, because, when I heard it, I yeah. was immediately, I it reminded me of the Paper Kites. Yeah, yeah. It's a very Paper Kites vibe. Yeah. Like the backing, but her voice is so... Different, so yeah. different to that, and it gives it like an extra layer, which is really cool. Yeah, it's and it's you would it's it's interesting because you would almost think that it wouldn't work because I've always said that you know Jack River really suits sort of like a grungy rock kind of vibe. Yes, but this is obviously nothing like Completely that. Completely different to that. Yeah. Um, and it's so yeah, it's really it's really really beautiful, and um, she definitely brings something different to the table. And while like it's really hard to sort of pinpoint exactly what that is i think it's just the way um sort of she writes her songs because i listened to some of her other stuff that that were on spotify and she it's it's so interesting because she brings like this sort of country element to some of her other songs but yeah, then okay it's so subtle that it's not overbearing to the point where you're like oh this is a country song you know yeah and it's really cool how she's experimental with those different um elements from those different genres but um yeah, it, it's got me really excited for her debut album. I'll definitely check it out. And I hope it's got some other songs like this one on there. But yeah, so this is Rear View by Gina Rose Bruce. So, Maddie, what is your song of the week? Alrighty, so my song of the week is called Giants by Jackson Guthy, I think is the, how you yes, say his last name. I think so. Um, so I, I had that. no idea who this person was Mm. right because i'd never heard of him before and i went on his spotify and he had like one single from 2012 and then this one and i was i didn't listen to that other single because i was like probably doesn't represent who he is at the moment yeah it's fairly old because it's seven years old Mm. so i left that and then i had a little google um to research who this person was and it just came up with stuff for olivia jade yeah and i was like who's olivia jade (laughs) And so I kept going, and she was the, like, YouTuber, influencer, social media, like, star. Yeah. Who was the daughter of Laurie Lachlan, I think is how you say it. Yeah. With the whole, like, college admissions... Paying to... Scandal... Yeah. ...thing in the US. That's so wild. So, so this Olivia Jade... Yes. ...is, um, used to date Jackson Guthy, who sings this song. Such a um, wild trail, though. Yeah, a very wild trail. <laughs> and it still didn't answer my question of yeah, who, who he was and where guy. he came from. Um, but I did find a little tidbit that he was... He's the lead singer of this boy band called North of Nine. Yeah. That was put together by Randy Jackson in, like, 2014. Yeah. and That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I've, he doesn't... Yeah. I mean... He doesn't seem like he would be unless that. unless North of Nine's sound oh, okay. is like rocky. I don't know, yeah. but it's definitely not, not like a pop boy band yeah, thing. No. But which is really confusing because I also saw that he'd like opened for Big Time Rush and One Direction, so and like weird. he's toured with Five Seconds of Summer, which I guess makes a little bit more sense because Five Seconds of Summer are a bit more rock leaning rather not than so pop. mainstream poppy yeah. like. Yeah boy stuff yeah that's what makes you beautiful one direction thing <laughs> um so i uh, yeah i'll have to do some more investigating about this north of nine but this song giants is very 
very cool. Mm. I like it a lot. Now, it builds quite a bit. Um, and the best part, in my opinion, of the whole song is, like, this... Um, it's not like a bridge, but it's right before, like, this last chorus. Yeah. And he... Um, it's about, like, two lines mm. of lyrics. And he just, like gets so he puts so much emotion into it it's almost like this scream singing type of like Mm. belty Mm. um thing that he's got going on and he just like unleashes like these two lines and then like the last chorus hits and there's like all these like you know it's like the big drums and like the backing vocals and the whole shebang yes the whole shebang the whole shebang it's so nice um it's a really like the lyrics of the song are really cool too yeah like you know it's all about how you know, sometimes we're giants, but what happens when giants fall and stuff like that? It's metaphors. very, like, metaphors. <laughs> very introspective and deep yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But um, I definitely recommend having a listen to it. Yeah. Very cool. His yeah. voice is amazing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When you played it for me, um, you said straight off, you said this is a song that builds, so you have to listen. You have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. And it starts out, you know, it sort of, you know goes through the motions, whatever, and then when it gets to that point, you know, you could almost be sort of lost in the song, and then it gets to that point where he just, like you said, unleashes. You sort of, you sort of, like, sit up a bit, you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, snap back to reality. Yeah, you're like, this is really (laughs) cool, especially because all the instrumentation at that point also, like, ramps up. Yes. And it's all sort of, like, this climax, and it's really cool. I like, turn the dial to a Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I really like his voice as well when he's like in that sort of higher register. Mm. It's like his voice really shines there. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a good one. Mm. Um, but yeah, because it builds so much, I would highly recommend listening to the whole thing yes, to sort of get definitely. the full effect of it. Cause mm. I have a tendency sometimes like in the past, I'd listen to like the intro or like the first verse of a song and be like, nah, this is bad. Yeah. I won't listen to the rest. Yeah. But I've kind of, like, conditioned myself and, like, forced myself to listen to at least half of the song yeah. and, like, listen to the chorus and listen to different things because sometimes, you know, it can go in a direction that yeah, and it you're really, not expecting. It really makes the whole song, when you listen to, the, like, sort of the payoff of the build-up. Uh, yeah. The build-up because you... You go back and you listen to it again and you appreciate it more, in a, yes. in a sense. Yeah. Which That's is... an interesting point. Yeah. Because once you get to that build-up, a lot of the times, all of the elements that have previously been scattered throughout the song sort of all come together. Exactly. And then once you listen to the beginning again, you can, like, hear where yeah. they are yeah. and hear how it all comes together and how the jigsaw puzzle kind of fits. Fits. Um, mm. Which is definitely interesting. But yeah, I've tried to force myself to like listen to the whole thing mm. before I pass judgment. I'm the same. Yeah. I, I like to give a song a chance. Yeah. To, you know, show me what it's trying to do. Exactly. Yes. All right. So yeah, Giants by Jackson Guthy. Listen to it. Um, all of it. All of it. The whole <laughs> thing. The whole however long it is. I think it's three minutes and something rather. Anyway. Yes. Into Under a Rock. Yes. What have you got? I will start. Um, Vivian was very excited. I am. When I said who my artist is. So, uh, the song is Overnight by Maggie Rogers. Yay! Yay, Maggie Rogers. So, 
I had really no idea who Maggie Rogers was. Mm. I had heard the name previously. So I listened, I like discovered her song Falling Water ages ago. Yeah. And I listened to it and I was like, this is awesome. Love her voice. She's incredible. Didn't really do anything past that. Mm. And then Overnight came up on my Discover Weekly again. And since that time, I had heard her name a lot more and like heard people talking about her. And yeah. I listened to it again. And I was like, oh, yeah, this. Mm. This girl, I remember her now. Like, mm. it was really, really nice. And then Vivian was like, oh my god, <laughs> let me introduce you to Maggie Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> She's got such an interesting story. And when you when you said to me that you didn't know, like, what she was about, her story and everything, I was kind of surprised because um, it's such an interesting story because she was in college and she was doing, like, this sort of music masterclass and Pharrell Williams was um, there and he would listen to the students' songs and he would give them notes. And, like, this would be recorded. There's a video on YouTube that went viral of Pharrell listening to Maggie Rogers' song. Yeah. And the song she played was Alaska, which was, um, if, you know, it's probably one of her most popular songs, but it was the song that really sort of set her career off. And um, it's such an interesting video because as he's listening to it he just like he looks so shocked and he looks at her and um at the end and he's like i can't give you notes on that like it's beautiful and um which is really cool to see um but yeah when i told maddie that she was i was so impressed yeah oh okay yeah it's gonna be like a whole new yeah you kind of have this whole new um sort of perspective on her and her career but yeah i love alaska it's such a beautiful song but yeah, since then I have listened to Alaska. Yes. And I am a big fan. Yes. I'm going to listen to her, her whole album. Yes, definitely. I love her voice. Her so voice is beautiful. so gorgeous. Mm. Like, mm. so folky and delicate and, like, like yeah. this, like, fairy in the wind like, yeah, it's <laughs> type thing. That's the vibe that I get from her. But, yeah, her song Overnight is... A lot, I would say, like a little bit more like upbeat ish. Yeah, it is definitely um, yeah. as compared to other songs of hers mm. that I have heard. Um, granted, I haven't listened to many of them, <laughs> uh, which will change. I promise. I will definitely listen That's to her more. That's what this segment is all about. Exactly, under a, rock. under a Rock. I've been living under a rock, and I don't know who she is, but now I have discovered her, and I am so happy. Yes, so happy. But the only thing, the only qualm I have with this song Ooh. is the end of the chorus. Um, it is a little disappointing, but yeah. I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. Like, it's sort of, like, she repeats this last line about three times, and then, um, It's only got, like, her voice and the, sort of, like, the percussion. Yeah, it kind of, like, it tones down towards the off. end. And, like, yeah. she repeats, like, if, um, but if you lie to me, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of, yeah, it just it, sort of trails off. It trails and it doesn't, off and it goes straight into the next verse again. And it's kind of like, where was the finish yeah, type thing? It, and it kind yeah. of like leaves you hanging at this weird point. And I'm like, I wanted more from the end of it. Yeah. But then I think it kind of like, I don't know if it works with the song or if it's just like, I don't yeah. know. I'm still a bit mm. in my head about it. Mm. But I definitely like the entire yeah. song is definitely really good. Yeah. It's interesting because um I I think she, it's really cool how she experiments with sound because 
in that video with Pharrell, she talks about how she loves using her folk sort of um, influences, but nature sounds as well in her songs. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like bird sounds or like, you know, (laughs) whistling. Yeah. But it's so interesting because when she says that and then you listen to her songs, I feel like you listen to any of her songs, you can pick up on those elements. Yeah, as soon as you told me that yeah. she uses, like, nature sounds, yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Because yeah. I'm fairly sure, I haven't listened to the song for a while, but mm. Falling Water, mm. I'm positive that there are water yeah, trickling sounds yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and is... it was, which I love, which was like one of the reasons that I really, really liked the song. Yeah. And yeah, now that you mentioned that, I was like, oh, I had this weird like light bulb moment. Yeah. I was like, oh yes, of course. It's so cool how she does that. Um, But yeah, I love her and I'm so glad you. I know. I feel like complete now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was my under a rock. Now, what have you got for your under a rock? Okay, so my under a rock is Win by Nasty Cherry. So this is a really interesting sort of backstory to this one. Um, So Nasty Cherry, they just sort of formed this year. They've only got two songs out. Okay. This and another one. Um, So it's really cool, though, because they sort of came together from uh, Charlie XCX. Okay. The pop singer from the UK. So she brought them together and she helped write uh win their first single with them uh-huh so um which is really cool because when you listen to this song it is nothing like charlie xcx oh, i no. would say because it's not very poppy at all it's sort of driven by this one guitar line throughout the song and then in the chorus there's some synthesizers and everything but it's sort of like very sparse instrumentation not a lot of production on it yeah yeah whereas charlie xcx's music is heavily produced but in an interesting way so yeah um it's such a cool song in that regard but what i also really love is uh the lead singer's voice it's it's sort of like this like sort of like this droned out like blase kind of um like, he doesn't care yeah, about yeah. what he's saying, yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it's really cool because, um, yeah, they they yeah, they yeah bring this intre- interesting element um, to the song. But what I also really love is um, the fact that Charlie XCX helped, like, all these, like, girls come together and, she, like, write their, like, music with them. It's pretty cool because I do like Charlie XCX, like, some of her music, but... You know, some of it is, like, too poppy for me and whatever. But you can really hear, in this song anyway, how she has these other influences that she wants to sort of, you know, put out there. Yeah. And she may not necessarily put it in her own music, but she's helping, like, a new band and she's using her platform to help them. Like, yeah, exactly. I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of them. I'm interested to see where they go. Uh, they, they have another song, which I also really like. But, um, yeah, so Win by Nasty Cherry is my Under a Rock this week. So now we are heading into Caught My Ear. I'll start us off. Uh, this is completely different. What I I've... was, yeah, I was a bit <laughs> overwhelmed. 
So it's <laughs> Cells by The Damned Things. Um, so it, this is also another interesting backstory. Um, the Damned Things are like this rock supergroup. Okay. Uh, so they're formed um, f- with people from bands like Fallout Boy, a- Anthrax, Every Time I Die, and Alkaline Trio. So there's members from each of those bands in this one. And they're very much like my sort of music, like heavy rock, um, heavy instrumentation. But what I find really interesting is they released their debut album a decade ago. Oh, wow. And they haven't released music since. That's crazy. Up until this year where they've released a, um, a few songs, which is really, really cool. Yeah. But Cells... How do I describe cells? <laughs> I was I was a bit scared at the beginning. <laughs> so initially what caught my ear is it starts right off the bat with just this screaming vocal line and it's just so intense. Just bashing drums. And it's it's really cool because the vocal scream is it's like a slide as the guitar slides as well. So yeah. it's like leading into it, which is so cool. And then it gets into the verse. It's such a fast song. I love it. Um and then when it gets to the chorus, it's more melodic, which I liked. Yes. I was like, okay, I can dig this bit. It's still very heavy, yeah. uh, but you know, the vocal line's more melodic. And then afterwards, there's this really... <clears throat> there's I this... just can't help laughing because I know what's coming. <laughs> there's this really cool like guitar riff. It's just like this guitar riff and the drums and you're kind of like bobbing your head. It's really cool. And then out of nowhere... The vocal scream comes back. It just starts screaming again. Yeah, and like the slide of the guitar, the slide of the vocal scream, which is really cool. Uh, and then after that, you kind of, you hear the lead vocalist, he's like um, out of breath. Like he's just like... Breathing in and out. And then he swears and then goes back into <laughs> the straight back into it. <laughs> which is just, just like screams, trying to catch his breath. And then he's like... Curses straight back into the verse. Exactly. Like, and it's just so awesome because I just love how... It's very punk rock to me. Like, it, like just that whole element of just like, here's the chorus, here's something new, scream! I'm gonna scream now. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, it's just... It's such a cool, like, um, fast-paced song. And when he does that sort of, like, out-of-breath thing, he's, like, trying to catch up to the song and then he just goes straight back into it, which is so, so cool. And by scream, we're not saying, like, he screams singing. Like, he's not saying any no. words. It's no, no, literally no. just a scream. It's just a scream. It's You have to... You really have to listen to it to know what we're talking about. But I just love the fact that it's just with the guitar, like, how it's sliding up and they're both, like, in sync it's because you just feel like you're getting ready for something. Yeah. Which is just, it's awesome. I love it. It's right down my lane. <laughs> you're just so happy about this song. I am. I just, I also loved when I played the song for Maddie, her face. Just my facial expression. I think she just got the most enjoyment out of watching me. I really me. did. I really did. Especially because when it starts right off the bat with that scream, your fa- her face was just like so shocked. She's like, oh, okay. Just dropped. I was like, what in the world have I gotten myself into? But yeah, and but that's, that's what, I think. But that's why we do this podcast. Exactly. And that's why we started it because, like, we bond over our love of music, and yeah. yet we're so completely on the other, like, yeah, opposite ends so of the spectrum different. of what we listen to. Yeah, and I think having like, you know, seeing your perspective of like what you like, yeah, and, like, the yeah. like the parts of the songs that you find interesting, yeah, 
and then you know like appreciating these more you know like heavier yeah. songs that I would never that listen Maddie to in listen my to. lifetime and it's the same like and we've always been really good at talking about music and talking about our different tastes and us saying okay this is why I like this listen out for this part and and then when we like when the other person hears it like oh, okay like I get what you mean like it's it's really cool. like we've been doing this the whole time that we've been friends yeah so we may as well record it exactly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah and I love that we can just talk so freely about our opinions about music so yes so sells by the damn things so Maddie what um, caught your ear again on the opposite end of the spectrum here <laughs> uh my caught my ear is called false confidence by Noah. Kahan or Khan. I'm not sure how to say it. I think um, it's Khan, but Khan, like... Khan, It's like A-H-A-N, so yeah. I don't know if it's... Anyway, beside the point. <laughs> um, so, this song, False Confidence, it was released as, like, a single last year, mm. but um, I've found out since then that it's, um, his album has come out this year. Yeah. And it's on that as well. Yeah. So, um... When I first heard the song, the thing that caught my ear was the switch in, like, vibes, I guess you should yeah, could describe it as. Styles. A different style. Because it starts out as this very soft, like, acoustic. When I first heard it, I thought it was a Passenger song. Yeah, me too. His voice is very, very similar to Passenger. Um, this, you know, like, quirky folk um, yeah. type thing. And it's, yeah, just him and this acoustic guitar, very nice acoustic guitar line. Mm. And then, you know, it's like that for the the intro and the verse. And then once it gets to the chorus, it just does like a complete 180, like speeds up. It's almost like, like a country, but not really. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's kind of... It's definitely influenced by like a folk, um, like folk rock kind of vibe but then like it also does take some country elements for it but i would definitely say it's more yeah more folky folk than yeah country but yeah but um it's this really really cool upbeat um you know song i guess yeah and it's just like i don't know it just makes me happy when i listen to it yeah it's really cool because that intro it's it builds like up to the to like the chorus pre-chorus thing yeah and it is really cool because you just don't see it coming and you wouldn't think that's where the direction absolutely going yeah and then when it does do that really rhythmic guitar which i'm a big fan of um i've always loved that in folk songs when they do that really cool like rhythmic acoustic guitar thing yeah um it's really yeah that's where it really picks up and then it stays like that like in that sort of you know energy yeah that's it that's it that's yeah what i've been trying to say it's very high energy and you know like makes you want to clap and you know like feet and dance around and the message too i really love like the lyrics are really really interesting yeah like the first line of the chorus is like um why do i tear myself down to be built back up again yeah and it's this whole like just the lyrics are very very interesting yeah and then right at the end of the chorus there's this weird like I thought it was a kazoo. To yeah, begin me with, too. But I, I think it's like a vocal sample. Yeah, and that's yeah. like very heavily produced. Um, but yeah, it's like this weird little kazooey riff yeah. thing, and then it yeah it goes back into the verse. And overall, it's just a very high energy, 
Mm. Happy clappy song. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, sounds very much like Passenger. So if you do like Passenger's mm. voice and his kind of vibe, I guess yeah. I think you would enjoy mm. the tone of his voice yeah. very much. So yeah, that's False Confidence by Noah Khan, Kayan, you know, choose yep. whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's the end of our podcast at this point unfortunately so uh, thank you so much for listening if you have listened this far <laughs> um, check us out on Apple Podcasts Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher etc etc we're probably on there um, we try to be available on as many platforms as possible yes. so you can have a listen to whatever your preference of platform is Yes, so please let us know what you think about the songs that we talked about this week. We love hearing what you guys um, think about what we put out there, you know, even if it's just about, like, the format of the podcast or even if it's like, oh, you know, I I like it when you guys do this, I like it when you guys do that. Or if it's something you don't like, we want to know. Yeah. Because we love communication. <laughs> it's, it's an open communication here. We love exactly. getting feedback from you. Exactly. Please let us know, even if you have some song recommendations yes, as well. Yes, please let us know if you have any song recommendations because, you know, a few weeks back we featured a recommendation and we loved, like, dissecting that and we loved talking about it. So if you've got any, shoot us a DM, hit us up, we'll we'll listen to you. So you can also follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you on Monday with a new episode. We'll see you then. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.